Hello. All right. Um, can you hear me? I can. Okay, cool. I can hear you too. So, hello, everybody. And um, welcome to the Farmer's Market with Corinne and Steph. Uh, Steph is not here today, but we do have a special guest. Mm-hmm. Um, the special guest was on our show before. So... I returned with a vengeance. Okay, without further ado. <laughs> Uh, Mr. John Theory of Waters of the Westgate has Hello. returned. Hello, everybody, and I, I apologize for my tardiness. Um, it's a great story. While I'm late, so. no, and if it's not a great story. I'm gonna make it one. So he uh, said, "I'm gonna make it make sense." Right? No. Um, a friend of mine hurt his back recently. Oh. And he does like deliveries for like Amazon and other companies like that. And he was like, "Hey, I don't know, you know, how well." Um, <laughs> I'm going to be, so can you ride with me real quick so I can drop this one package off and, uh, you know, just make sure, you know, I'm good. So if something happened, there's somebody there, right? you know, me being the, the paternal and maternal person I am, I said, of course I got you. Like, let no me help problem. you friend. Right. And so, um, we get there and we make the drop off and that's when I text you and I was like, well, shit, there was traffic here. I know it's going to be traffic coming back. And so I was like, okay, we push it back an hour because I thought an hour was enough time. Well, I didn't know he had some spiritual things he had to do uh, coming up. So he was like, hey, can we stop by the African store and you pick up some XYZ for me? And Not I was like, the African store? Yeah, we got to go to the Nigerian spots around here to pick up certain things. And so um, we go to the first store and they are out of one of the items. Oh. So whereas I thought this was going to be a five-minute detour, it turned into a 15-minute detour. And then... He offered me food, and I, of course, cannot say no to, you know, blessings. So nah. I was like, well, shit, let's stop and get some food. And then you send me the link, and I'm like, oh, that is right. I'm not it's even anywhere near is, where I'm supposed to be. Time is, time is. <laughs> and I was like, I could do it from the phone. And I was like, no, nah, I got I to gotta put the big voice on. So Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, it's okay. Things happen. <sighs> um, I am off today. I take Tuesdays off purposefully. So really, I was just kind of here anyway. I, it's not like I had something specific I was doing after it that we needed to t- keep to a time. But yeah, I'll try my best not to be late again because we had enough lateness the last get, time. Okay, get into it. But check this out. Check this out. I'm not gonna bring a mention to it, but things seem to be going well. Okay, oh, um, yeah. with this recording, right? Yeah, we, we crossed the threshold of two and a half minutes, so we're good. We we got it. All right. So. I'm in the house now. So, you know, it's a different type of type of energy here. But um, yeah, I'm glad to be back. Um, yes, I'm excited to have you back. And I know there were a few topics that we kind of wanted to discuss. And one of the ones that I thought was important to kind of touch on is spirituality and like mental wellness mm-hmm. um, or mental health. I think a lot of what I'm doing this year is going to be focused on mental wellness and health. Um, is spirituality and it was nice to have somebody else want to come on and share their experiences or share why we probably need to be more focused on mental wellness um absolutely and not so necessarily trying to spiritually bypass things or using spiritual tools and divinations and things like that in lieu of you know mental health professionals or getting professional help as far as your mental wellness is concerned right um and that is a, a market nowadays that yeah. is that is and to me it's it's disgusting and get into it get into it anybody has an issue <laughs> with me feeling disgusted by it we can have a conversation i'm always up for a good conversation or we can get into some old gangster shit it's really up to you all right now but, <laughs> <laughs> not, but, not we, not, not we, can, we can fight for real that's what that's something like <laughs> i'm just saying like however you want to handle it because I'm, I'm i'm always going to be a person who who's going to bring truth in what i do and so if the truth offends you you know it just is what it is sometimes the naked truth is offensive a little bit uh, just a smidge but um, yeah, there's this whole market of shadow work meditations and self-love jars and all of these different implementations that don't serve to remedy the problem. Come on right? now, come on. <laughs> and so when you look at when you look at uh, preaching. the medical industry today, it's based on treatment and not on curation, right? It's based on giving you something to keep you here just long enough for you to pay for something else. Oh, and 
I see that same thing happening within the spiritual space. And that's not, to me, that's not uh, what we're here to do. We're here to find curative properties, not just treatment, right? right we're here right. to find true remedy. And so let's talk about self-love jars, right? Come on. First off, people don't understand jar construction to begin with. So a lot of people are affecting the external world and not the internal world, so to speak. So yes, you've put yourself in this externally bliss jar. Okay, great. So now when you go out, people will buy you coffee. Somebody may pay for your gas. Somebody's buying you a gift. And that may make you feel good in the moment. But after that subsides, there's nothing lasting, right? Yeah. And so when you look at things like self-love and you want to talk about uh, things like shadow work and stuff like that, that is a psychological field. Carl Jung, who created the premise of the ego, the, uh, the animus or animu, the shadow self, the, uh, the mask, all of those different elements, right. he was a psychologist. And yes, he, he worked within a world that included spirituality to a degree. But it was not spirituality that remedied the issues that came within conflict of these different moving mental pieces. Okay. It was psychological work, right? Um, like, I'm a big person that says shadow work's not a real thing. And people look at me like I'm crazy. Come on, you better explain to the people what you mean, bro. Explain oh, to the damn people what you mean. Uh, wait, what do you mean? <laughs> shadow work's got to be a real thing. And I'm like, like, let's say that shadow work, that, sh that your shadow is essentially every part of you that you reject, right? Right. And it manifests itself within other people in what we call projecting, where you will, you know, take an attribute of yourself and see something that reminds you of that and immediately put that attribute on another person. Mm. Right. And so they say that shadow work is what you do when you dive deep into yourself and you accept yourself for who you are. And I'm like, OK. <laughs> You said, wait a minute, hold on. It does not on. need to be a line of spiritual baths and products for you to fuck with you. Either you fuck with you or you don't fuck with you. All right, now, you better get to right. the and root. Hey, you're talking to a person <laughs> who, who uh, at one point was just very self-loathing. Like, I, I, I did not like who I was. Um, but I didn't seek out spiritual aid to remedy that. I looked at who I was. And I looked at the environment that created who I was. Right. And I started to make a distinguish, I started to distinguish between what was me and what was um, birth for my environment and the traumas and things that I've been through. And when you start to make those separations and understandings, you start to say, oh, well, hey, even though I'm accountable for who I am as a person today, it does not make me responsible for everything that happened to me. Right. Oh, yes. To a degree. Granted, we're not going to get too much into my opinion on how much control we have over things that happen in our life. That's a bit more of a spiritual topic. Yes, it is. Yes, As it far is. as your mental health, you have to be able to separate yourself from your environment and see what you did just to survive. Right. I'm right. a big proponent of the law of survival, or sometimes I call it the law of the sword, the sword logic, where it's um, everybody has a right to survive. And everybody has a right to do what they have to do to feel like they are surviving or comfortable. It only becomes an issue when their survival infringes upon your survival, at which point you must protect your will to survive. That removes so many issues when you view life that way. You don't take anything personal anymore. Um, it's easier not to become angry or um, outraged or yeah. feel disrespected because you can now see from the other person's perspective, like, what they may have done may not have been correct to you. It might be fucked up to you. They might have left you out in the rough, but they're only doing that because they feel like this is their method of survival. I just want to put a pin in that right there and just say for the love and light crew who is not really connecting, um, we see you, we hear you. That's like four agreements talk. I just wanted to throw that out there for the girls um, because they love the four agreements and a part of the four agreements is again, live and let live. But anyway, Proceed. <laughs> about sometimes you gotta live and let die. At the by the same token, so you there for whatever reason society has this thing about us not protecting ourselves. Yes. It's it's a valiant and in admirable effort to protect everybody else to jump in front of the person getting shot at to leave yourself in the fire as you help people escape. But when you try to move out on your own, oh now you're selfish. 
but sir, the first law of survival is self-preservation. Yeah. Right. So you can't demonize somebody for doing what they felt like was, was, was right for them. And then if it was you in that situation, you would have probably done the same thing. We've all been in situations where we had to choose ourselves over someone else. Yeah. And even for the most giving people, there are times that we've done it and we felt shitty about it, but damn it, we had to do it that way. Right? Protection. Um, protecting yourself, like you said, basically having to right. decide if I'm going to die or you're going to die. Uh, I think it's going to be know, me. Um, it, was a movie, it was a movie <laughs> called Bulletproof Monk back in the day. Have you seen it? Yes, I have. I've, I've it's not, one of my I've favorite seen the movies. whole thing. I've seen some of it. There was the woman in the art gallery and she asked Carr, she asked Carr, no, she asked the young woman who was the reporter, would you rather be the one person? Would you rather be the person holding the gun or the person on the other end of the barrel? Mm. And like for me, that's kind of like a metaphor for life. Like, do you want to be the one killing or do you want to be the one getting killed? Ultimately, you, nobody wants to die. Yeah. <laughs> right. Nobody so, wants to die. When you start to view life from that perspective, it just makes things a lot easier. I'm not mad at this person. Like people, uh, it's people I love that have thrown witchcraft at me, tried to get me out of here. I'm not mad at you for that. I understand that you felt like you had to do that to survive. I get I get it. But, you know, when the pendulum swings backwards and it knocks you on your ass, I don't feel no way about it. Yeah, because I'm not returning your I'm not returning energy to be spiteful, to be vengeful, to hurt you or harm you. I'm making sure I'm protected. I'm making sure my family, my loved ones are protected. I'm making sure the people that I'm close to are protected. And that's just the way that I live. And so Tying that back into mental health, when it comes to you and your mental space and what you need to do to function, there's not a spirit that's going to be able to help you with that until you make that decision, right? There's decisions that have to be made. You have to say, hey, I'm not living like this anymore. I'm going to seek out help. I'm going to get therapy. I'm going to, you know, change my diet. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to do things to bring balance to my mental state because if we're being genuinely honest, right? The only thing that causes mental instability is hormone imbalances. That's okay, it. Get into it. Get That's into it. it. It's, it's not <laughs> as, as, as detrimental as it is when we see the results of it and we watch people just kind of lose their shit. Really what they need is for certain hormones in their bodies to be balanced. It, it, it. it absolutely. Again, because I'm I work this is what I do for work, right? I'm a therapist by trade. I work, I'm a mental health professional. I don't like to just use therapy because I've done so many other things as well. But you are right when you're talking about the biological space and the genetic piece of mental wellness. Um, some things you can't pray your way out of. Some things no. you can't take baths for. It may be a chemical imbalance, like you said, that needs medication or needs a science to maybe correct there's two proteins that govern happiness, serotonin and dopamine. Right. So if your serotonin or your dopamine is fucked up, it can lead you to be anxious or depressed. And there are supplements that help you create serotonin and dopamine. That's it. <laughs> that is the solution. It is very simple. Um, People I have like to nat- complicate things. Yeah, we like to take shit to the 10th degree and feel like we have to take a fucking pilgrimage to India and live with the elephants for 15 weeks to get your mind right. Not the pilgrimage to India. Don't do that. Don't do that. But it's facts, though. (laughs) And the thing about it is you taking that trip or doing that, what you are doing is allowing a lot more dopamine into your brain space because you're experiencing something new in a safe environment. Your brain enjoys that, right? Right. And so your brain is going to produce more of that and it's going to make you feel good. Then when you come back home, you fucked up again. You're like, damn, I just took this whole trip. I just did all this amazing stuff. I have all these amazing memories. And when I think back on it, I'm happy, but I'm still sad. It's, it's, there's an imbalance there. And um, hormone imbalances typically start with your environment and how your mind is conditioned to respond to certain stimulus, which is why we have so many people self-medicating or doing drugs. But I right. say self-medicating because that's what it really is. Nobody wants to be a drug addict. Right. Nobody wakes up and says, you know what? I think I'm going to do crack forever. Yeah, it makes sense to me. that just That's a choice that I'm making cognitively from a sound place that I'm going to yeah, do. No, you're, you're, you're <laughs> messed up and you've gone through something, you're experiencing something, you keep reliving something and you're looking for an escape. Right. And um, again, totally understandable because the world is crazy. I think the world is the most beautiful thing ever, but the world is crazy. And so 
sometimes we can't, you know, the uh, the medical field, especially when it comes to black people, is not very giving towards mental health. No. Right. Because we're not viewed with the same level of value as uh, as other people of other nationalities, skin color, race, so to speak. And so we find ways to innovate as black people. And this innovation happened, but it may have not been the best. Right. Right. But that's how we innovate it. So I'm very understanding of that. However, um, now with there's so much information to be accessed and I hate that somebody will be looking for a way to help their mental health and stumble upon somebody saying, well, if you come and do this six week meditation retreat with me, it's going to improve your life. And that person doesn't get the help they really need. Yeah, right? that's why I thought it was important to bring you on because I don't know if a, the, the integrity is there amongst practitioners of any type of faith or spiritual walk at this point. Um, it's not much. <laughs> yeah, because I do see a lot of those things because, again, that's what I do for work. That I'm just like, that's not really how that works. I mean, it could be helpful, but it may not get them the result that they need. And now you they, they're out $10,000 for a weekend that maybe made them worse in some cases. <laughs> um, um, and now nothing has changed and you're out $10,000. Yeah. And then you want to put it on the next person to make it their fault that <laughs> you didn't get what you needed. But I feel like people don't care to do the research. I feel like people don't care to dive deep within these spaces where they may need help and they trust the first thing that they see and want to put the responsibility on someone else. Right. Um, people say I'm, I'm mean for this, but like, I have no sympathy when people get scammed. Yeah. You're not the only I one. I don't. And the reason I don't have sympathy for you when you get scammed is because you got what you were looking for. Energy only begets energy. Right. So if you're in a rush to just get something to make you feel like you're doing something as opposed to actually doing it, you're going to get exactly what you're looking for. Okay. Right. People want to feel like they're doing something as opposed to actually doing it because doing it doesn't feel so good. Right. Even our responses, like when I see the Internet today and I see people upset on Twitter or, or IG about whatever I've said, my first thought is y'all aren't even mad because y'all don't even care enough to do the research. Not that y'all they don't, don't care. I love you No, like because <laughs> if you cared enough to question what I had to say, you would research it and then you'd find out that I'm right. Right. In most cases, because I'm not going to speak on nothing. I don't know. That's a personal thing of mine where it's like, OK, if I don't have no concept of it, I'm going to tell you, I don't know it and just be fine. Or I only understand it from the surface. I'm a dive deep type of person. I've been that way my whole life. I'm an information whore and a knowledge slut. <laughs> and so if I if I find something interesting, I'm going to spend time to understand it. Right. Right. And so. um People who become upset on the internet typically aren't even mad. They just feel like they should be mad. And they're responding in a way that's unnatural, but it's what everybody else is doing, so I gotta be mad about it too. And they don't care about half the shit. Well, one needs to be a part, I think, a lot of this whole thing, community, right? Because in the past that you may walk, a lot of it is community-based, and a lot of people may feel displaced or, or lacking connection. And like you said, they're latching on to whatever or the first thing mm -hmm. and it's 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 a mess it's causing a mess i'm gonna say something controversial everybody was mad at kyle rittenhouse right and i was i was i was i was a part of group think i was a part of the hive mind too i was like oh, kyle rittenhouse out here wildly i was finna you know not so controversial no <laughs> right now let me i'm gonna have to get into it you already then said I actually you already read said about then i actually read about what happened and for those who don't know what happened, go read about it. And then I said, damn, that man did his job. I'm proud of him. Damn. If you go, if you go read about what he did and you understand infiltration, right, which is something that Malcolm X made us very aware of, that, hey, when we create these groups in spaces, there will be people that come in there that are not like us, right? Yeah. And this isn't about race for those who do go and actually dive into it. But sometimes people be in spaces they don't need to be in. And there are consequences for that. Homeboy did what he was supposed to do. I'm gonna say, <laughs> no, 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 listen, this, here's what I want to say. I'm going to personally say these are not reflective views of Forrest <laughs> Morgan. <laughs> no. Okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Wait, I'm going to say something else. It does not reflect the views of Forrest Morgan with Corinne and Steph. I will say, however, 
I personally do not worry about what other people are doing. What they got? That's their business. <laughs> now you see now, but you that, see what I mean now. That man. And I say, hey, he did what they he did what they do. <sighs> they been doing this shit forever, so it ain't got nothing to do with us. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that the result was desirable. Don't get me wrong. Right. I'm not a nobody should die. Result. Nobody needs to die. But that situation did not have anything to do with black people. So why are so many black people upset about it? Okay, because I, I don't. But then that also again, because I want to take it a, you know deeper. I'm a Scorpio rising, so I'm gonna t- uh, information split as well. <laughs> if you take it a little bit deeper. And you mentioned the term groupthink, the media. Mm-hmm. Um, the media has now gotten behind the occult, or not behind, but become more open with the occult and the spiritual products and all this other stuff. And I think that also may be where that kind of came in with that particular situation where people felt like I should, like you said, should feel a way because everybody else feels a way, but not really knowing what happened or what the circumstances was. Let me tell you, speaking of that and how open they're becoming with these things. Right. Do you remember the Romeo O'Neill, or not Romeo, Ronnie O'Neill trial? What was that for? It was the guy who, um, who, um, who basically came and he attacked his girlfriend and his daughter. Is that the, he was an actor who was in, um, was it NYPD or something? I don't know if he was an actor, but what? like, there's this this meme that's going around to him where he was like, "If you think I'm here to play around, you goddamn wrong." <laughs> like everybody was posting that meme with this guy. Oh my um, god! And basically, you know, he went to jail. Of course, um, dude was crazy. But the judge on the stand had a crystal ball on this, like, like where she was sitting. I see a crystal ball next to her, and I was like, "That's peculiar." And then the judge mentions, "I read somewhere." that we choose our destinies before we come here. So that little girl that you killed was brave to decide to die as a child when she came here. Damn. I was like, oh, this judge is a whole witch out here. She got a Come on, witchcraft! And I'm like, damn. And I, like, I'm showing my friends this, and they're like, yo, we didn't even notice that. And I'm like, yeah, like, it's starting to be, because it's becoming, because society is now making it palatable, um, government agencies and officials are starting to become a bit more loose with it. But oh, yeah, um, very lax. I hope that the people don't come and get me for this, but I believe that's what Area 51 really is. Let's get into my conspiracy theory bag. I don't think Area 51 has aliens. I think it's carrying millennia's worth of spiritual implements that are being used to work to, to, to this day. You know what? That just busts my shit wide open. I think that that's, you know, when they talk about controlling the masses and mind control and all of this stuff, yeah, they released documentation talking about higher states of consciousness and how to, um, and it's, they released it. It's government. You can look it up. There's government paperwork on how meditation actually leads you into things like astral projection and stuff like that. It's confirmed. The, the government did the research on it and they released the paperwork and people just kind of blew past it. Well, and I'm like, yeah. the media and group thinking what they, they're, hurting us into certain feelings and emotions and I just did um, a live on emotional regulation and how that's important you again have to be in the driver's seat and when you're chemical imbalance or you're using drugs to escape and things like that you're not in the driver's seat which which leads you to be at a high risk to be scammed or to be taken advantage of mm-hmm. absolutely and, and people are preying on your vulnerability. Yeah. There have been many a client that have come to me and said, hey, I'm dealing with this situation. How can we handle this spiritually? And I said, pump your brakes. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's let's spend some time and dive deep into the situation and really see it for what it is. Because what you're mentioning needs remedy is a side effect of a much deeper problem. But most people, again, it's about the money. So they say, yo, I want to spell for this. Bet. Here. Boom. You know, woman come to me and says, hey, I've been um, I've been uh, dealing with this man for 17 years. We've been sleeping together on and off 17 years, but he won't commit. And he keeps getting these girlfriends, and I don't like his girlfriends, so can you do work to separate them and bring me and him together? Now, is that within my ability and wheelhouse to do? Absolutely. That ain't, that ain't nothing. 
but somebody else will charge her $2,500 to $3,000 for both work. So that's a $6,000 payday. Most people is not finna pass up on that. My integrity having ass, which in some cases I believe I lose a lot because I do that. I say, well, sweetheart, if y'all have been sleeping together on and off for 17 years, it's something deeper there that needs to be addressed. I was like, either you got that real good or you got that lack. It's one or the other. It's a lack <laughs> <But> for he, <laughs> But he keeps coming back. Because you, so, you gotta leave these N-words you know alone. You can't. But, <laughs> most people would have just took that, that payday. But, you know? Yeah, I know. I know and, quite a few um, people. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be hard for me. I mean, I have a spiritualist friend who tells me, hey, you let people know what the truth is, you give them their warning, and if they still want to pay for it, you let them do what they do. And I'm like, yeah, but then I got to think about that. Like, and you ultimately, too, again, I think we talk about cause and effect, right? Like, you can accept the money, you can do the work, or even, you know, for people who are seeking these types of things out. But you will always pay for that. That's never free. None of this is ever free. Um, and I don't know if I would want to be on the receiving end of whatever payment that is. I mean, personally, I don't believe in karma. So oh, it's not even... Not, I don't believe in karma in the way that karma is discussed today. It's just kind of like the mental health thing where right. people paint karma to be um, God with a hammer waiting to strike you down if you do something wrong. In, um, in Wicca, they call it the law of threes, where if you do something good, it comes back to you three times. If you do something bad, it comes back to you three times, right? Um, I, I, I can't believe in that because I've done a lot of good for people. And never received any type of return. And they said, oh, you can't perceive the return because it's spiritual. No, I can definitely perceive it. said not perceive. I can definitely perceive, oh, I got blessed with this because I did this. I'm high enough spiritually to understand those things. And then I can ask. Like, I go knock on the closet door. Hey, did y'all give me this because I did this? Nah, you did the work for that. That's why you got it. Oh, okay, bet. Hey, did y'all give me this because of this situation? No, you put yourself in that situation. And when I kept getting that answer, I was like, oh, man, karma, y'all got karma fucked up. Karma, y'all be making karma responsible for shit she had. Nothing to do with karma looking at y'all like, bro, y'all keep lying on me. Why you lying on me? Y'all keep, y'all keep on lying on me and Satan. Me and Satan just, just lied on. Not you lying every- on me. <laughs> and so um, when you look at what karma really means, it means memory and action or right. cause and effect. Meaning that if you do something, there's an energetic response to what you do. Correct. Right. And so um, and that transcends lifetimes. So, no, there's not this etheric force that sits and catalogs what you do and gives you a return based on that. You give yourself your own return. I tell my students all the time, the best way to uh, to divine about the future is to create it. Yeah. Right. Instead of trying to do a reading or figuring out how some shit is going to play out, make a decision on how it's going to play out and watch it play out that way. Yeah. But see, I'm a practical spiritualist. I'm not. It's not woohoo magic Harry Potter for me. You know, he said um, it's not. It's not the Harry Potter. It's not. And then, OK, y'all want to be Harry Potter, but y'all don't want to go through what Harry Potter went through. Because Harry Potter was in the trenches. Like, let's talk about the shit that he like, like, really. You, you, so you mean to tell me. You, you're willing to lose both of your parents, deal with an abusive aunt and uncle and cousin. You're willing to go to this school to find out that you've been cursed by the most evil thing on earth and that you're actually a part of him. Y'all wouldn't sign up for that shit. Nah, y'all not. He in right? the trenches um, for real. Like, that, <laughs> like you know, for, for, for Christians, Joseph in the Bible, where Joseph had to go through all of this shit to get to where he was going, Right. Right. His brother sold him into slavery. He was a slave. This woman uh, wanted to sleep with him. He said no. He, She went out and said that he raped her. All of this crazy shit. And you know what Joseph said to God when he finally got all his riches and wealth? He said, if you had showed me I was going to go through all of this, I probably would have said keep it. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, but Joseph's issue was he talked too much. That's just, that's you shouldn't have told nobody about them dreams you had. You and J. Cole should have <laughs> stayed in Dreamville because... <laughs> Not J. Cole. Where did he come from? Why are you? Because he got Dreamville and Joseph had the dreams, right? And when Joseph would have these crazy dreams and he would go and tell his family, Yo, I had this green that I had these hay bales and these my hay bales were taller than all of my brother's hay bales. And then it was like, Yo, if this nigga have one more dream, we getting him out of here. And got him very swiftly. What they did very swiftly. (laughs) And so, um, sometimes to protect what's precious to you, you have to keep it sacred. Yeah. 
right? People say I talk too much, and it's like, well, if I'm talking this much, imagine what I don't tell you. Yeah. Imagine, imagine what's going on in the background, like command prompts on computers. You ain't gonna be able to see none of this shit or read the codes. But back to mental health, right? Because we've I've deviated. You know, we very all. It's all right. (laughs) I've deviated uh, from a lot of it. I just want people to have the understanding that hey, if there's a change you need to make in your life. Um, to improve your life, the ability to do so is there. Right. right. There are a sign. There's a sign in Ephi that is so bad. It says basically that you're influenced by Satan every day of your life. And we don't have a concept of the devil, but just to make it simple, it says that you're influenced by Satan and you destroy things uh, by accident all the time without even trying to. Like destruction is your only friend. And there's remedy for that within system. And that's some people would say one of the worst signs you can get is a life path. But there are things you can do to mitigate it. It's all about your choice and character. My godfather told me a story once of this gentleman who went to get his uh, his handy e-file, which is the ceremony you go through to determine your life path and your guardian Orisha. And this man, he goes through it and everything's good. He has a strong Orisha. His his life path sign is strong and everything is, is basically in the way for his prosperity. Right. right. This man says, well, since all of this is going to go so well for me, I'm going to go rob a gas station. Oh, no. And he says, right, because I'm protected, right? I got this good sign. I got all of this. So this should give me the freedom to do what I want. And so he goes, he tries to rob a gas station, ends up uh, shooting the clerk, and is basically now in jail for the rest of his life for assault with a deadly weapon, assault with intent to murder, uh, theft charges, and he's never going to see the light of day again. But his destiny says he's going to be great off. Because at the end of the day, being privy to your life path and to your blessings does not exempt you uh, from your character. And I believe that if we focus more on character change and character attributes, then you start to see the benefits of spirituality, right? Damn. I'm sorry. That just hit me. You like bust my whole shit open with that because it didn't lie. I mean, mm-hmm. if you think about it, he was you. You in prison? You taking care of? You got three hots in the cot, dog. Damn. That okay. All right. But <laughs> it could have been millions in mansions. But he you decided, chose that, right? He decided to pigeonhole this good result to only being within a certain environment. Because that's what he was a product of, maybe. Mm. Maybe, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm telling you this: if I go somewhere and they say, "Hey, my life is good. I ain't got to worry about shit." The last thing I'm finna go do is anything to fuck it up, right? I have a, uh, I have a knack for talking to cops, right? Right. So I, do, I rarely ever get pulled over anywhere because I got other shit going on. But when I get pulled over and I talk to police, they end up forgetting why they stopped me, and it ends up becoming, "Hey, you know, have a good night, drive safe," you know. Um, the most I got stopped was when I was homeless since I was driving every day. So, you know, you, you're eventually going to get stopped if you're driving nonstop. It's just, it's just how the world works. And so um, a friend of mine says, well, why don't you, you know, sell weed or sell drugs like you used to because you know that you can get away with it with cops. And I'm like, well, if my gift is to get away with something, I'm not going to abuse it to the point that I have to use it to make a bad situation better. Right. I'm going to use this to make a situation that's on the fringe of going either way into a good situation. Because if a cop came to my car while I was homeless and I had a pound of weed in the back of the car, it's only so much talking I can do. Yeah. Now I got some prayers that may change some things around, but that's a different story for a different day. I'm saying (laughs) all that to say that spirituality is meant to be an enhancement, right? Spirituality is meant to be Viagra. Right, it's your little blue pill that you take when you gotta go hard. You see these two dogs in your front yard, just know I'm going hard. Big (laughs) bug. The reason I'm expressing it that way, it's no different than going to college. It's no different than hitting the gym. It's no different than um anything that we do in life to move forward. It's a method of progression that some people have to take, right? Some people, their best bet in life was to go to college and get their doctorate. Some people's best bet was to sit in the gym every day. And work their body to a point to, to now they can give it, you know, give that knowledge and information to others. Some people are meant to be spiritual. They're meant to walk a path with the intangible things in life, but that does not take them or remove them away from their humanity. Every legitimate spiritualist I know, um, not gonna lie to you, hates being spiritual. Be, be straight with y'all. If you see somebody who comes on the internet 
Um, and they dancing in the background, all your videos come to Death Row Records. No, I'm playing. But if you that see is, spiritual, who is breathing on my neck right now? <laughs> when you when you when you start to embrace these spiritualists, and it's always mm. everything's all good. I became spiritual and my money came up and I could sleep with whoever I wanted to, and they glamorize it, they're not giving you the full story. Having access to spirits, they they call you schizophrenic when you don't have Instagram followers. They call it a MDD, major depressive disorder, when you ain't making thousands of dollars off doing people's readings, yeah. right? There is a, a balance to everything. I have to work hard every day to appear normal. Okay, you better talk about it. You better, you better tell the motherfucking truth. Everybody's like, oh, I want to open my third eye and I want to no, you know, you level up and open up my chakras. And it's like, if you understood what chakras really were, you might want to keep them closed. You don't want this work. Right. Right. I'm telling you this. Like, I'll be walking around and I see a spirit as tall as a fucking building just standing next to the forest. And I double take and I see it's there. And I have to tell myself, hey, that is a spirit. Don't freak out. Don't interact with it. You're in public. It's the don't interact with it. You're in public. No, 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 no. Because no. Ah. I, I, I see shit. I'll be walking around. I'll see people's ancestors. I've seen people's dead children tugging at their parents' clothes. You know how hard that is to see on a daily basis? This is why I don't go outside. Because it becomes too much sometimes where it's like, dog. Sensory overload. Yeah. And so crazy to me is when a person can no longer distinguish the difference between the spiritual world and the physical world. And that's why you have right? to stay grounded. Mm-hmm. You have to stay grounded and you have to make sure to take care of your humanity. Humanity is the greatest gift you've ever been given. Right? There is no being that's higher than being a human. And people want to challenge me all the time. Oh, but there's all these spirits and ascended masters and all of that. And I say, guess where they all hang out? On Earth. They come to talk to your dumb ass. Why is that? It's not to get you to where they are. It's because you have something that you can give to them that they can't get. There's no fucking candles in heaven or on the other side. Okay. There's no light that exists to feed these entities like that like in the same way that we have terrestrially. I'm saying if, if Earth is such a terrible place, why all the Orishas, the Loas, the Impungos, X, Y, and Z possess us and they get to drinking and smoking and having sex. They because they can't do that where they at. They can't do it where they at because Earth is lit. And when you start Earth to is perceive, ghetto, but lit. I ain't even gonna hold you. <laughs> who, don't like some, who don't like some ratchetness? For real though. Yeah. We all like some ratchet yeah. shit. Every one of us. Cardi B would not be famous if we didn't like ratchetness. And I'm not saying that as a negative against her because I like ratchet gangster shit too. That's just who I am. Yeah. But I'm saying that that you you when you start to use spirituality as an escapism form to get away from your humanity, you've lost, right? You open yourself up to be crazy. You open yourself up to be impressed upon by spirits, right? And then if you want to tie spirituality to mental health, then spirits will start fucking up your hormones. Yeah. Now you have a real problem that really needs to be handled by somebody spiritual. But by that point, most people are too far gone. You can't distinguish between what's real and what's not. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, but a spirit will come in and, and force you out of a good diet. Like they think, oh, it's a spirit turning on your hormones, turning off your hormones. And I have theories about that that I'm not going to get into. But that some of that partially is true, but it's more so them affecting your behavior. You see a fucking watermelon and you're like, damn, that watermelon look good. The spirit implants a thought. Yeah, that watermelon not good. Damn, that watermelon not good. I'm going to go eat McDonald's. And it's, I'm not saying for people who got to eat McDonald's, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but giving you the contrast saying that you can be nudged and pushed into directions of doing things. You can be manipulated. Like going back to um, emotional regulation and being able to ground yourself because if you're not mentally well or sound, like you said, now they have more influence over your behaviors and making you do things you don't got no business doing. Buddha says to know yourself is to know everything and to know everything is to know God. And what that really means is, is when you know who you are, you can distinguish between thoughts that are yours and thoughts that are not yours, giving credit to whoever it is. Right. If you know you, you know, damn well, you ain't the type of person to swing on somebody when you get mad. So why all of a sudden is this voice in your head saying swing on them? Right. You should be able to see that, analyze that and say, hey, this isn't me. This is something else that probably needs to be addressed. Right. But people don't even get that far within themselves. They they look for a quick fix. They want spirituality to be fucking Walmart. Yeah. That's what they want to be. They want to be able to go in, buy something that's going to fix it for a minute. And if it flares back up, go in and buy something else and not really do the work to remedy that. I'm going to tell you this. Don't initiate if that's your mindset. 
speaking on initiation yeah because when you initiate the spirits that you initiate to are going to put it in your face what you need to work on telling you from experience i had to go through an initiation and i always say that there's a pre initiation a during the initiation and a post initiation to see if you learn what you're supposed to learn there's an initiation i was supposed to have that got pushed back six times right and every time the initiation got pushed back i was also faced with a heartbreak at the same time and not always necessarily with a lover but with situations with friends with family um with money so on and so forth where i will experience deep emotional pain that was that spirit saying hey you can't even touch me until you can truly open yourself up to how you feel. Mm. If you can't handle your emotions now, you're not going to know what to do when I'm on your body because I am emotion, right? This spirit I'm speaking of specifically, I am emotion, right? So then I go through the initiation and the initiation is beautiful and all the crazy, weird, magical, spiritual shit happens. But then right after that, I suffer a major loss. I lose my house. Yeah. I lose my house and not to say that that was due to that initiation, but then that spirit comes to me and says, hey, how are you going to handle this now? Are you going to suppress it like you do everything else? Or are you going to take the lessons you've learned over the last six months and make sure to apply them appropriately? You know what I mean? And so that that's the purpose of initiation. It's not about being magical and strong and flying with dragons and astral projecting and talking to ascended masters. It is about creating a balanced character for your life. It does not matter what tradition you delve into. It does not matter what you practice. That is the end result. It is to make you better as a human being. The access is cool, right? Talking to spirits, being able to do readings, healing people with your hands, and these abilities are cool, but they mean nothing if your character is not in check. And bad character doesn't mean you always do bad things. Bad character can be every time somebody asks you for money, even if you don't got it, you're giving it away. That's bad character. Because you're a not good for yourself. Right. That's bad character. Again, self-preservation, bringing it full circle, is the law of survival. Your character is based on your need to survive. So these spirits are going to allow you to be in positions to check your character, to check your surroundings, to make sure that you are becoming full circle. And if you don't get it, you just don't get it. You got all these powers for nothing. Yeah. And I, I think it was interesting or kind of great that we kind of ended or getting close to ending on that point of initiation because even myself I'm not initiated into anything at this point um but being understanding the weight of it like that's that's a like gang 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 mm-hmm. type of vibe yeah and... that makes this shit seem magical as fuck all you're gonna initiate is gonna be so beautiful you yeah be... <laughs> and I was like you know what it's a lot shit I need to do first but I think it's important to understand that initiate is a start it's not the end. It's not the end all be all. It's a start. It's a journey. Um, and if you don't have enough wherewithal to put the invested time, money, or whatever situation resources into making sure you're grounded and mount, you know, mentally sound, it's a waste. Okay, let's 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 do let's let's do me do me a favor real quick. Right. Let's define grounded because it's a term that I see thrown around a lot that I don't think people understand the definition of. So let's talk about grounding as we wrap this up. <laughs> it's um, already a part two to it anyway. So. Yeah, but um, some people would define, as I Googled it, grounding is basic training or instruction on a subject, right? Right. Um. But there's a secondary definition that says a refusal to allow, right? And that's that's what grounding means to me. It's a refusal to allow energy to be in places where it should not be. Right. When you think about electricity, there's a grounding wire to keep the electricity from flying all over your house and killing you. Yeah, let's not die. <laughs> right. So when people say you need to be grounded, it, what they're saying is, is you need to be sound, right? They're saying you need to be not necessarily tranquil, but within control, because that's what grounding is for. It's for control. It's for your discipline, and discipline is the highest form of self-love. So you definitely want to take time and address you and address your situations before you try to go to an initiation, because they're going to make you look at it anyway, and they're way harsher. <laughs> Coming from experience, it's way worse yeah. than if you had spent the time to get it together on your own. Um, but it's not a remedy for mental health. Initiation is not a remedy for mental health. 
um, spells and, and meditations are not remedies for mental health problems. Now, for people who need who are just off a little off balance a bit and need to rebalance, perfect, perfect for that, perfect for elevating you to a new point. But you can't get on the elevator if the elevator broken. You got to tell that buttons all day and it's not going to change nothing. It's not going to get that wiring right. The electricity, electricity, right. Get the drivetrain, right. Make sure that thing can even move up before you try to move it up or you'll end up doing more damage to yourself in the end. I could tell you too many stories about people who initiated in their lives went to shit literally. Yeah. Because they didn't want to address what they needed to address. I've no, I know, I know people that got initiated fully initiated and spent their first year of initiation in the hospital. Because they never wanted to address their health. Now that spirit is saying, no, we're going to make sure you get this handled now. Yeah, because you can't get to all the other things that are needed or necessary for that process if you're not running at 100%. Absolutely. Shit, if you're not running at 50%, let's not even say the call. Listen, right? listen, we're not even going to extend. We're not yeah. going to give you super expectations. Just get no, to regular. Just, yeah, just get to normal. Get to baseline. But people don't have enough self-awareness or self-care or self-time to invest in what they need to even know where they're at, right? Time back into the mental health thing where yeah. they, don't, they don't even take stock of those things, right? Their mental health, their physical health, their emotional health before they try to jump into spirit. And all spirit is going to do is show you what those problems are. That's all it's meant for. It's like going to the gym. You go to the gym enough, you can see what you're not working out enough if you don't have a balanced workout regimen. If you're in school, you can see what classes you're slipping in because you don't have a balanced method of studying. All of these things we do to ascend are to place the res- uh, responsibility and to replace the reflection on who we are and what we have. Yep. So spend time with you. Fuck everything else. Know you. You know what? Know you. I think that that's a good place um, because I know I personally in this field, I had to leave a specific type of job because I was trying to teach people um, that self is the most important thing and nobody was trying to hear it. It was just kind of like, girl, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, ah, ah, okay. You know, keep trying to go around it if you want to. (laughs) If I see you on the other side, okay. My stepdad is in the same field, right? Told me a story that he was working for a Christian-based therapy group. Right, and they said if a woman is comes in here and says she's getting beaten by her husband, what do you tell her? And he said, tell her to remove herself from the situation to find help. And they told him that was the wrong answer. That they need to pray to Jesus and restore their marriage. Absolutely, he was out. Fuck he was out of there that night. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. And I was um, speaking specifically about what it was. I used to work in rehabs, um, mm-hmm. dealing with those who are newly off of substances. And when I got them down to the rehab part, which is where you're a little bit more lucid. <laughs> and, bit. you know, we're talking about things that are important to help you stay on that path. My main focus was building yourself and figuring out who you are. The right. reason why you're doing this is because you don't know who you are. And people will look at me like, I don't want to hear about this. What's step one? Okay. See what happens. And they will come back. It will be a revolving door. You can't, um, you can't get to step one until you get to step zero. Okay. I, you know, but again, I, you know, can't help people unless they want to be helped. That's my idea. A lot of people don't feel that way, but I do. If you got to have some sort of, you know, buy-in to the process. If you don't buy into the process, I mean, I could talk to you, but right, is it going to take effect? Probably not. Um, so I told I put on Facebook the other day. I said uh, having spirituality with no foundation is like having on shoes with no feet. Oh, child! You know what? You would have busted my shit open a couple times on this call. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's it's very rare, and this is why I love having you on. It's very rare to find people who have similar ideals to you, especially in the spirituality thing. Um, when everybody is looking for a quick fizz, microwave type of vibes. This is not a microwave type of vibes. I'm really glad that I actually had to find myself before I even got active or doing more spiritual things because I feel like if I was doing this stuff when I was not okay, I would be even worse off. So I'm glad that you've taken the time and that you can realize that that's necessary and see that other some other people can seek the necessity within that because we got to click up. These, these wild people is out here together. I know. All them niggas selling the same crystals and oils. Like, nah, we gonna have to mount up. (laughs) Yeah, and 
and you know, and I do offer services and I do offer products, but I had to do just did some product guides, and one of them was for depression. And I made sure the disclaimer was on the thing. Please use this in addition to or in connection with a mental health professional. Um, exactly. these products are not to be used in lieu of <laughs> right or to go around or to speed up. Um, right. they are to assist. So that's what y'all need to know. Okay? Spirituality exactly. is going to assist. It, it is a little blue pill. It's an enhancement. That's it. What you take a Viagra for if you ain't got a dick? It don't make no sense. I'm screaming <laughs> internally. Just say it. <laughs> you just, you, you know what? You just take us all the way out. You make it so simple, though. And that's, that's, that's why I say things like that. Because if, if you can't get it and it's this plain, you're just not going to get it. Yeah, some people just don't. It's a, some people are just not meant to get it. Um, but I look forward to definitely having you back on because I do not want this to cut off. And I just want to say I think we have the formula um, of a very good series here. Um, and I'm really excited. I don't want to mention what I want to mention right now, but I'm excited. You got my number. I'll let me in the talk. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> we didn't have no problems. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you about that. <laughs> we didn't have no problems. So um, I'm excited for the next um, episode with you. I really enjoy having you on. Again, John in the words of the Westgate, you does not <laughs> does not reflect the views and opinions of Barbara's working with Corinne and stuff, baby. Okay, because he said some spicy shit. And I only speak facts though. <laughs> I, I and I gotta I, I gotta separate the brand out. Okay. I'm yeah, I'm liable. Yo, hey, my views is my views. Don't 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 think that she think like me or they think like me. Don't try okay. to come at us because he nah, got he send me all his, the smoke. It's yeah, because okay. he got his own viewpoint. But I agree. I'm not gonna hold you personally. But um, I just wanted to put that out there for the end of the episode in case the girls try to come for us. Um, but yeah, add me to the group chat. I'll talk to him. Me to the group chat though the girl's not gonna come for us um i'm excited about the next episode i will definitely chat offline about that mm-hmm. um but again it was a pleasure having you on and I do appreciate the platform. thank you i just thoroughly enjoy <laughs> i thoroughly enjoy it i really do um but like i said and we'll see you guys next week have a good one be Peace. safe and good night <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. <laughs>